0: Welcome to the Rare Find Voices podcast. My name is Robin Koenig, and I'm the CEO and founder of Rare Find. I'm a self-improvement junkie, certified professional coach, podcast host, and public speaker. And I'm a wife and mom of four teenagers. I'm an expert at helping people use their gifts to take intentional action and get intentional results. How do I do this? By helping you realize your gifts and use them as your superpowers. I love challenging people to think differently, see things differently, and then do things differently to create powerful change in their life. Each week I'll share my voice or bring forward another rare, fine voice to help you uncover your gifts, step into that power, and allow your brilliance to shine through. Believe me, I know how it feels to struggle with feeling good enough, pretty enough, smart enough, successful enough, and deal with a major life transition such as getting married, getting divorced, changing jobs, or having kids. This podcast is for you if you want to be more confident in your own skin, transform your mindset, and get out of your own way. If you're ready to show the world your greatest gifts, then keep listening, because you are a rare find. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Rare Find Voices. I'm really excited to have a very special guest today. His name is Daryl Eisen, and Daryl is a transformational coach and single father with two boys. He's been online dating since Match.com's early days in the late 90s after transforming himself from a dying, obese couch potato riddled with disease and anxiety to an active, healthy, fit, vibrant man. He's developed a formula to successfully navigate and date amazing women on any site or app. Daryl has a computer science degree and an MBA. He has had a, a highly successful sales career and he's a real estate investor. He truly lives what he coaches. Daryl has gone on hundreds of dates using online platforms over the last two decades. He doesn't date to have random short-term flings, but to search and find the love of his life. In his book, which is launching this month, June of this year, The Man's Guide for Online Dating Success. And through his coaching, he can help you transform to find the woman of your dreams. Welcome to the show, Daryl.
1: Hi, Robin. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well.
0: Good, good. I'm so excited to have you on the show. We have recently met each other through a friend of a friend and um, gotten to know each other a little bit. And I love your combination of the work you're doing as a transformation coach and also this new author in the book and talking about online dating. Like, you're marrying some of my favorite topics in your career. I just hope you know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, you know it it came about kind of unexpectedly. I'd been wanting to write a book for a while, and uh, and a friend gave me an idea at a bar one night. So, you know, it was uh, it was one of those. She uh, she told me, hey, you know, she was talking. We were talking about online dating and all of her bad dating experiences, right? And she's like, she goes, you know, but when like you and I met, cause her and I had met online and we had dated for a little while and we ended up becoming friends. Um, but, you know, she just, she was like, for some reason, like you put me at ease. Like there was no, I wasn't like freaked out. Like you didn't do anything weird or or like, you know, to make me just say like, I'm never going to contact you again. I'm going to block you. And apparently from what, you know, I'd learned from her and from other, other, other ladies that have been dating online is that like. It's not common. It's not. It's not common to find someone that's just a normal guy, right? Or just a just a guy that you know that isn't going to get upset because you didn't respond to them in a certain amount of time, or or or, or get upset about little things, and just have totally inappropriate chats, or send naked photos, or whatever crazy stuff guys are doing. Um, so I thought, you know, she just said, she said, look, these, she had all of these screenshots on her phone of all of these profiles and all of these messages and we're going through them. And I'm just like, are you serious? This, this stuff can't be real. Like, are, is, are we really that bad? Like as men, are we really that bad? And, uh, and she said, yeah, you guys are. And she told me about a couple, couple, you know, went some real depth about a couple dates. And she said, you know what? Like you should write a book. Like she goes, you've got this stuff down. Like, and and I, I I had already systematized. I, being a computer science guy, I systematize things, right? So uh-huh. I uh, and I systematized dating. Um, I did it just like I do sales, right? I, I actually correlate sales and dating kind of together. Like the process is very very similar, right? You you if you want to find the right person, you have to date a lot of people. You can't just like you know meet someone and. Meeting someone and falling in love just doesn't happen the way it used to, especially because most people aren't dating organically these days. But if you meet someone, uh, if you meet someone online, you have to, you don't get all those cues you do when you meet someone in person. So you, you have to chat with a lot of people. You have to then go out on a lot of first dates and rule out people to find the ones that you actually want to go on a second, third, fourth date with and, and, and get to a meaningful relationship. And hopefully one of them, you know, uh, Works out at some point, but but the the rules of the game are a little bit different, and guys are just a little bit lost on how to do that and how to behave appropriately. Um, it's like they get disconnected from the woman, so they feel like they can, you know, they 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 just the behavior's not 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 great. Um, they also do a really bad job at advertising themselves and marketing themselves, right? So um, and and that's that's the way I see the profile and the bio in a dating app, right? That's your marketing plan. Like that's how you attract someone initially it's up to you to be yourself and keep them coming back after that. But, but that's how you get them in. So, so my book actually goes through like, you know, profile and all that stuff. And, and, and we really, I really wanted to make it comprehensive for, for guys to be able to read the book and, and successfully after they're done with that, that book, be able to write their profile, know how to message women, know how to get to the first date, second date and beyond. So.
0: Yeah. Okay. So before we like, give it all away, right? Before okay. you give all the secrets away, because I really want people to buy your book too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you said a couple of things here, which I, I just, I love. First of all, you came up with this idea in a bar. So, you know, sometimes I always think people are like, they have to have this like perfect setting to, you know, develop this idea and cultivate it and then like bring it to life. And sometimes it just happens so naturally. Like you said, this person was like, Hey, you have a really good idea. And so I love the fact that you just kind of ran with that and were like, huh, actually, I've I've done all of these things. I kind of know the game. And so I want to dispel some of these myths. And and the best thing that you said I thought was so awesome is like she your compliment was, you didn't do anything weird. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so like <laughs> I mean exactly. It, it just it sounds so simple, and I and I understand where you're coming from. Honestly, like I mean, I've been in the dating world. I was a dating coach for a while. I was a matchmaker for a while, and so I get all everything you're saying. Like, yeah, you didn't do anything weird, and um, you weren't super creepy. Like, how is it that we're at this point now where we're really looking for the, you know, like what's the lowest level that will allow for things to be like, not weird and be like, oh my God, that was so amazing. Cause you just weren't weird. I just, I find that hilarious. But <laughs> before we, I want to, I want you to share with us a little bit about your background because you know, in, in your bio, you know, we talk about how you, you transformed yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's a huge word in a lot of what you do. You're a transformational coach. You've transformed yourself. You help other people transform. Like Tell me about that a little bit, if you don't mind sharing, right? Like Oh yeah,
1: no, no, that it's no, that, wow. great. And it's it's a um, you know, so I was I, I'd always from a young age I'd always had trouble kind of battling obesity, right? And um just, you know, my mom cooked really good home cooked meals. Most of it was probably organic back then, or or at least, you know, we didn't have the GMO problems that we have today. Problem or not problem? That's debatable, depending on who you talk to, right? I think it's a problem, but the uh, the the bottom line is is like I, I so I always fought that, and and, and in my teenage years, I, I decided I want to be a marine. I watched Top Gun. I wanted to be a, a fighter pilot. That changed when I didn't have twenty twenty vision. I thought, well, what's next best? I want to be a marine, and then you know, and the reason why was because I wanted to be the best. I wanted to be. I I've never settled for less than amazing in my life. I've never settled for less than than like just being the best I can be at whatever it is that I'm doing. And so to me, you know, the Marine Corps fell right into that. Um, so I lost weight. I, I, I figured that all out. So that was my first transformation in life, really. And I became a Marine. Yeah. But then after I got out of the Marine Corps, you know, I kind of fell into the corporate world. I was working a high stress IT job, you know, getting phone calls in the middle of the night I'd have the best intentions to go work out in the mornings and then I wouldn't because I hadn't gotten woken up from a call from India in the middle of the night and I was too tired. Um, I was eating a lot of fast food and I had gone from this 175 pound Marine to a 275 pound, you know, couch potato. Um, I would come home from work. I would sit on the couch. I'd play video games or I would uh, or I would work more, you know, and as a result, you know, it just, I, I, I got really unhealthy. I was to the point where I would walk to the top of the stairs was a chore. Um, and uh, next thing you know, I ended up in the hospital uh, diagnosed with AFib. And as you kind of, anyone that's ever been all of a sudden, like you didn't go, you don't go to the doctor a lot and you go and you find out you have one disorder. Next thing you know, you're going to like 10 different doctors for 10 different other disorders that you, that you, didn't know you had right. Um, things like acid reflux. I ended up, I had sleep apnea. I was, I was wearing a mask at night, like one of those breathing masks. It was really bad. Um, and I just, when I laid there in the hospital bed, um, when I was, I had to be cardioverted, which is where they stop your heart and restart it. They basically kill me and bring me back to get my heart into normal rhythm. Um, I had that done a few times. Um, I just said, you know what, I I'm not doing this. I I saw my parents go through that track. Um, and be super unhealthy on a lot of medications. I'd gone from being on no meds to being on like six or seven medications, like overnight, practically. I felt like crap. I was just like, I'm not doing this. So I started very slowly. I started walking to the mailbox, walking a little further. And I just started with walking. Um, I started educating myself. And that's huge. Like if you want to transform yourself, and that's why I talked to my clients and in, in, in most of my transformational coaching has been on the health side, actually. Um, this dating stuff's kind of new to help people with for me, but, um, I've helped, you know, I did it for myself. So I, I, kind of, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like I transformed my own health. So I started helping people and then I've, I've really learned, you know, this, this, you know, how to date and how to, how to meet women have really great relationships, whether it ends up being romantic or not. I've got so many friends as a result of online dating. And so I, I transformed myself over the years. It took me three or four years to to really get to a state of health and to get to a state where I wasn't having any more episodes of AFib. And you know that was 13 years ago now. And uh, you know I'm I've kept the weight off. I'm in I'm not in the best shape of my life right now. I've been in a little better shape a couple of years ago. Um, Maybe a little COVID-related, but um, you know, uh, uh, not getting to the gym as much as I normally do. But uh, it's it's been it's the the transformation was big, but the transformation was key because I educated myself, and by educating myself, I learned not only not only what I needed to do, because a lot of people will go and they'll say, okay, well, what do I need to do to lose weight? Well, that's great, but why do you need to lose weight? why do you need to make these changes? What, what is, what is the, what is the consequences of not doing so? And for me, the consequences of not transforming myself were um, leading a lethargic life, not being able to do the things I wanted to with my kids. Um, and, you know, probably early death, you know, I don't know if I'd be here today, if I hadn't transformed myself, I was going in such a bad, on such a bad direction. Yeah. Um, and now I, I literally, I go into my, I go once a year to my cardiologist, because I have the history for follow-up and he's like, your blood works like better than most of the 20, 23, 24 year olds that I see. That's he's like, incredible. this is, it's, he said, it's you, you're, you're everything's amazing. Like, like your health is like that of like a 20 year old, like you're, you're, you know, you're good. And it gives me a lot of extra confidence too. Um, and, you know, I went from, I went from literally being so riddled with anxiety at the low point where I didn't even want to get in my car and drive anywhere because I was afraid something would happen. I'd pass out or something in the car to, you know, training to hike Mount Whitney with my, with my 14 year old, you know, it's like, and, and, and hiking a lot of mountains, you know, that aren't Mount Whitney, you know, previously. Right. But it's like, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's so when I look back at it, I look back at like, who was that person? You know, like, I don't even recognize them, but you know, and, and I also have learned that I have to forgive myself for being that person. Right. Because I really, really, um, I don't like that person. I really didn't. I didn't like that person at all. And I had some, some, uh, I don't know, I guess some, um, like love yourself issues coming out of that, you know? And as a result, um, you know, it, it didn't help me in finding a partner. It didn't help me in in a lot of areas. It didn't serve me well at all. Um, so learning to then, you know, forgive myself for letting myself get to that point, and learn to be like, okay, you know what, I, I I I don't like who I was then, but I I you know I don't hate that person that I was. I I still love myself. Whether you know, even even then, I still I still love the fat Daryl. Right. It's kind of what I what I tell myself. Um, that way I'm, uh, you know, and, and it, it's, it seemed to, it seems to work a lot better and, uh, it helps me to, to love who I am and then really appreciate where I'm at now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And oh my gosh, there's so many things here that you talked about and, and, you know, you talked about how you really took it one step at a time, right? I mean, to be honest, like it, it wasn't like you were going to all of a sudden realize that you wanted to make a change in your health and then just start running five miles a day. You know, like, I know that it can be really challenging when you've been in one place, right? I mean, you were you know an active duty Marine, you know, you're in a good, you know, in good health and you're know, doing all these things. And then to have that completely shift, it's like, it's, it's so easy to just be like, well, if I can't do it the way I used to do it, I'm just not going to do it. That's, that is, you know, that's the self-judgment that comes out. And you were talking about how, you know, you really had to kind of get past the idea that, you know, that happened, you transformed yourself. You were able to do it one step at a time, go for a walk, make the changes in your diet and all of the things which contributed to this overall change. Like it took the time, but had you not mentally come to terms with why you did it, the decision that you made, Mm You probably wouldn't have gotten to that that place now, which optimal health isn't just the physical part of it, it's the mental part of it, it's the emotional part of it. Right. And so it's it's so Absolutely. great to hear you talk about that because that's the kind of stuff that you can share with your clients beyond just being, you know, like a health coach saying this is how you can eat, this is how you can increase exercise. No, you've lived it. You've walked in their shoes, you know what it feels like. And to understand how to set up. Like the foundation of what's the reward, what's the opportunity that they choose or they desire, and what are the potential costs associated if they don't?
1: Absolutely. And, 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 that's, and that's the key. And it's, it, it is very difficult as a coach to get people to really understand that and really see that. Um, and you know, most people do want instant gratification. It's why you know, there's so many medications today, right? People just want the problem fixed. Um, but you know, and it's not like, you know, even on the nutrition side, it's not like I all of a sudden read one book and I shifted my diet from A to Z. It was like, you know, I read, I don't know, you know, 30 books, (laughs) listened to a bunch of podcasts and I slowly transformed myself to this diet that's very similar to a paleo diet, but not quite. Kind of close to somewhere between paleo and keto and maybe not a little, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, I do eat a little bit of carbs in there, you know, but it's like, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like, and I found that that's, what's best for me. That's what, that's what my body works well with. And it took a little experimentation. And I, and I try to tell clients like, like, you know, this is, I feel like the diet that I eat would work, work well for 90% of the people out there are going to do very, very well in that diet. Right. There are people that have celiac things, celiac things like that, that aren't going to be able to, you know, they might not be able to eat one of the things on that diet, but, but, you know, finding and tweaking those little things are, are, you know, more, more for that individual person, um, to figure out for themselves, right. And not just be told to do it, but actually, actually educate themselves. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and it's funny because I always looked at it cause I love nutrition and I love fitness and I've been involved in that industry before. And I always looked at it as like, I'm a science experiment. You know, I'm going to be the one to test the model to see what happens and then decide, is this working for me? Is this not working for me? What do I want to do differently? Right? So you kind of, you have to look at it, you know, like, like you said, with this like lens of, of, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try and understand this. Like I'm going to educate myself first and then really understand what happens and then decide, like, maybe it does work for somebody else and maybe it doesn't, but be willing to look at it realistically Mm -hmm. and measure it and then decide, well, okay, if it's not working, what do I do differently? And maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's just not for you and that's okay. You know, it's okay to be like, that just didn't work. And so I want to segue that into the whole concept of dating, because I think that 95% of the things that I talk about can be related back to dating somehow. So (laughs) when you talk about, you know, like, well, maybe that's just not for you. Well, that also comes into play with people and understanding Mm -hmm. what works for you and what doesn't. What I really liked what you said earlier was about how, um, you know, not only is it a numbers game, but that there's no downside to meeting people. Like there really isn't. I mean, maybe there's a one percent where you're just like, man, that was so much with my time.
1: Had some bad dates. <laughs> there, I know. I know. There, there's, there, there are there are a handful of hours I'd like to have back. But yeah. Yes. yes.
0: But, but you usually walk away learning something. And and absolutely. One thing I remember was so powerful for me, and so powerful when I would really kind of challenge a lot of my clients to put themselves out there because you know you do get jaded over time. You do kind of get to this place where you're like oh, I'm so tired of, you know, this app or this experience or whatever. And I just, I don't want to date anybody with XXX, whatever characteristics. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, but what I realized is I always learned something, even from the people that I didn't connect with, because I learned what I didn't want.
1: And that was really
0: important. It was so important. Like I would even ask some of my clients, maybe you don't know what you want, but you probably know what you don't want. Let's start there. So Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about, you know, okay, so the book and the concept and just like what kinds of learnings have you gained now over this time that became the the catalyst for you writing this book?
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, well, first of all, it's not like I've, it's not like I've never kind of got to the goal, right? I've been married three times, so I've, so I've, so I haven't just been online dating for the last 20 years, right? Okay, there's, got been, it. there's been some spats there where I, I, mean, I was married for six years to, to one and then, married for a couple of years to the last one. Um, but it's, but, um, which has obviously helped me to learn what, like you were saying, like what I don't want. Right. But, but yeah, the, um, you know, a lot of my, a lot of the lessons learned have been, have been, you know, I, I mentioned that, you know, it's kind of a numbers game. Like, like am I, I have this concept of like, you have to build your dating funnel. Right. And, and when you look at building your dating funnel, it's like when you're, when you're swiping on an app or whatever you're doing an app, you're, you're essentially, um, anyone you match with is now in your funnel mm-hmm. and now it's a qualification process, right? Like I've got to qualify just like with sales. I've got to qualify the sale. Like, is this person going to buy, right? Are they going to buy me? Are they, you know, I'm looking like, uh, yeah. Or am I, am I going to buy them? Right. I've also got to qualify it both ways i mean i get a lot of i get a lot of matches that like i'm like wait a minute like i didn't read the profile i saw the picture and i just swiped right and uh and i'm like and then i read the profile and i'm like oh yeah no 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 you know and 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 but that's because i've been doing it for a while and i know what i don't want right so while she looked physically attractive once i read something i'm like ah nope gone um so so learning learning what you don't want is what's key and you got to kind of go into it open minded and put yourself out there and realize like going on a date with someone or chatting with someone even and and it not working out or you not getting to the date and you not being successful was just was was it's fine it's all a learning process um you don't fail until you quit right So, and you know, so if you don't quit that, then, then you don't feel I'm not saying like, don't quit, like trying to contact that one girl, because then you become kind of a stalker, but like, (laughs) but you know, but you know, try, try, try something different on the next, right? If what you tried didn't work, try something different. But, but the key is to like, really, really, um, once you start messaging with a girl, now she's qualified. She's in your, she's in your, she's in your funnel. She's, she's qualified. You're talking to her you know, she might start ghosting you and, and you might not understand why. If, if you don't look back at your messages, try to put, put on, put yourself in her shoes. Like why wouldn't have she replied to you, you know? And, and, you know, it could be, it could, it might not be you at all. It might be that it might be that she's talking to other people and she's just only has so much time and she's just decided that you're in the bench and so, you know, I, one of my, one of my recommendations I put in the book is like, Hey, if you, if you, someone suddenly goes silent on you and you're getting ghosted, shoot them a message, shoot him a cute little message saying, Hey, you know, I, things were going really well. I felt like, I felt like, you know, we had a good connection and then I haven't heard back from you. Just a question. Are you not interested anymore? Or am I on the bench? Question mark with a smiley face, you know, like keep it, keep it upbeat that way. And, you know, and you know, she's going to look at it and be like, oh yeah, either I'm not interested or, you know, maybe I got busy because I've gotten those responses. That'll get that response sometimes like, oh, I just got super busy. I'm so sorry. And then you start chatting again. Right. Or like, you know what, you're right. I started dating someone else and you're absolutely right. You're on the bench, you know? And it's like, okay, perfect. Now I know where I'm at.
0: Yeah. And, and maybe, fine. and the non-response could also be the response. Right. Yeah. The non
1: response <laughs> could, be, could be the response. And I do have a whole section about re- uh, rejection in the book. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's a whole chapter on rejection. And because rejection is probably the most debilitating thing to a guy when, when, when they're trying to date. I mean, it, it you know, it, even sometimes it still bothers me from time to time. I try not to let it, but, you know, especially if you've invested quite a bit of time and then all of a sudden you're like, well, geez, I thought everything was really going well. Mm-hmm. you know what, sit back and assess it. What, what really maybe wasn't going well, put yourself, you know, in, in the other person's shoes, process it for a couple days.
0: Yeah. Um, and and if you're not able to, I always tell people like, get, you know, ask somebody else to help you process that, right. Somebody you trust, yeah. right. Yep. That's going to maybe have an eye for it, or, you know, be able to look at it a little bit differently because you're so close to it emotionally, right. It hurts. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. all, all felt that. So if you, know that you just can't, and you're not able to look at it rationally, ask somebody else for their advice on it or their input. What do you think about this? And, you know, like you said, try and kind of process it and move forward mm-hmm. um, without it completely crushing your hopes and dreams of like ever finding love, right? Like getting to yeah. that point where you're just like, forget it, I'm, I'm never dating ever again. You know, I'm never gonna do this. It's like, okay, let's be real. What's, what's the story here? Like really, <laughs> what is the actual right. story? And if you do want to continue to find, you know, like really make the effort to find somebody, what do you want to do differently?
1: Yep, absolutely. You know? And, and even, even if you're, you know, and one thing I don't think a lot, of, a lot of people realize with online dating, and it's different for women than it is for men, and it's different depending on what you look like for both sexes, right? I mean, you know, we all have different characteristics. We all have different levels of attractiveness when it comes to, to our physical nature. It's just the way things kind of are in, in, in our society. Right. Um, but you know, if you're, if you're only swiping on like eights to tens, you know, like you've got to realize you're probably going to swipe a lot to the right and not get a lot of matches. Right. You might swipe a hundred times to get two matches. And even then you might have trouble getting that person to connect with you. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying lower your standards or anything else, but like, you've just got to be real, real with yourself. Even if you're a really, really good looking guy, like, you know, it, and that, and that's where, that's where I try to help guys out in the book is like, like helping them write their profile, helping them write their bio. So that, because I've, I've had, I have friends that are like, like really good looking guys that have had trouble with online dating because, you know, they get, they get swiped right on. And then when the girl reads their profile or they start to chat, they just blow it you know, they, they can't, you know, they, they they don't know how to communicate and they don't know how to, uh, how to, how to, you know, put something out there about themselves. And, 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 you know, if, uh, and a lot of women that are at least the ones that are serious, the ones that are actually serious about finding a partner, because you get different levels of people on a lot of these apps these days, right? I mean, there's a lot of women, a lot of men that sign up for Tinder and Bumble when they're out drinking with a friend one night (laughs) because they were encouraged to, right? So there's you know, and you can tell you, there's like nothing in their profile. It's just a few photos. There's no, there's nothing written, maybe a one liner. And if she's serious about you, about finding someone, she's probably not going to swipe right and pick someone that has nothing in their bio True. Story. because she's, or, or if it's just a little bit that you have in there, she's going to want someone that's serious. And if you didn't put the time and effort into actually writing your own bio then what kind of time and effort are you going to put into having a successful relationship with her?
0: Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And you're right, it is different, you know, for men and for women. And that's not to say that um, a guy wouldn't feel the same way about a woman that just puts a really cute, hot picture on their profile and has nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, except for, you know, whatever quote they, you know, they, they put on there because that, you know, they have their cute, you know, quote that they post or that they love hiking. I mean, there's so many, you know, kind of stereotypical yeah. online dating profile things that people use, but, but it's true. And, um, you know, the one thing that I've found to be true is that, yes, you might have certain things that you have typically looked for, but I always love to ask the question, how has that worked for you? So if you are, um, if you're constantly saying, you know, like, these are the things, these are my deal breakers. I mean, there's, there are deal breakers and then there are things that are like, Oh, I just prefer their preferences. Yes. And so if you've always had like, I always go for guys that are, you know, six feet tall and you know, brown hair and whatever. And, and, and so, but you know, it's like, how is that working for you? What would you be willing to change in your ideal mate that could open up the dating pool for you and really align with something that's, that's bigger. That's more foundational to who you are and your values. Like, how could that work for you?
1: Yeah. So, inter- interesting. Um, so, first of all, the women that put got the only date guys six feet and over, I I really despise because I'm five eleven and I'm just like <laughs> I'm like I just go left. I'm like, you know what? If you really are. If you're really that stuck on height. I mean, I get it if you're like 5'10, 5, 5'11 5, yourself, you know, but it's like it's like okay, I'm like I'm I'm just But anyway, so so yeah, I mean, what's interesting is when I started online dating, I didn't limit myself as much as I do now. I would kind of go out with anyone that was pretty. I be honest, I mean, I was young, I was much more superficial than I am now, like a lot more superficial. You're
0: exploring
1: I was exploring and exploring, you know, and, it, and, and that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but because that helped me to get to kind of what I really want. The interesting thing is I go on more dates now that, I, that, that I've narrowed down my focus than I did when my focus was more open, right? Like I, I, I you know, kind of one of the things that I don't want to say brag about, but one of, the, one of the reasons why I thought, you know, writing this book was a good idea for me was because I have put in a system where I, you know, I'm not kidding, like when my, my last ex-wife and I split up about a year ago, um, you know, I took a couple weeks, kind of got over it a little bit, not really, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to go date. So I opened up Tinder, I opened up Bumble, and uh, I think I, and maybe Match, I don't remember. But um, within like a week, I had a, I had like five or six dates that weekend lined up. You know, like I opened it up on Sunday and started by the next week and I had five or six dates signed up. And I was like, you know, that was pretty easy. And all (laughs) I did was did the same thing I was doing before, which was the same system of just, you know, I, I, I swipe and I, and I, I swipe on the people that I think are attractive and that I like their profile. And I send out, you know, some messages like on match, I would send out, you know, messages to maybe like three or four girls a day um, and expect to get like one back out of every 20. It's just the expectation, right? You gotta, you know, it's, it's again no different than sales. If I'm gonna pick up the phone and call 100 people, I might get two sales, right? So, um, so it's, uh, you know, going through that. And, and then now that I've narrowed that down, and it's, I found that I've been more successful. And I think the reason why is because my profile then matches up with her profile. Mm-hmm. So she reads my profile and she's like, oh, you know what? This guy, this guy, this guy, uh, you know, does, has a lot of the same interests seems like a good dad all these other things like and a lot of that's about the pictures you post like i actually picture post pictures with me and my kids because i i target single moms like that's i don't want to make it sound i target <laughs> single not moms creepy. but, but no. like but for me like if if a woman's doesn't have kids typically like we're just not aligned like like it's it, there's um um there's a selflessness that comes from being a parent and, um, and you know, it, it just usually, it has never worked out for me to date someone that doesn't already have kids since I've had kids anyway.
0: Yeah. And that's um, not to say that it, it's a never, never like there, there are plenty, there are people oh no, I, out there I, that are like, I really do want kids or maybe they can't have kids. And so they are looking to, you know, become a stepmom and have a relationship and, or vice versa. Um, but you're right. It's, there's a certain understanding that comes with from being a parent that would be a compatible quality right. that would be attractive for you. That yeah.
1: so, so for them, for them seeing pictures of me with my kids and we're all smiling and we're having a good time, you know, they automatically think in their head, this guy looks like a good dad. You know, and maybe he'll be good with my kids too. Not that most of them, most women aren't that I'm dating anyway, are not looking for someone to be their kid's dad, but they're, you know, they at least want that person to be able to interact and be good with their kids. Right. And so kind of looking into the psychology of like what she's looking for, um, and trying to make sure that your profile matches up to what, what women want and, you know, no bragging, no, like, you know, so many guys will put down the physical characteristics they want in their profile, right? Like I want, I'm only into hot women, but like, it's, I mean, like it's that bad. And it's like, you're, I'm just like, Oh my God. Like, you know, I put, there's not one thing about what she physically looks like in my profile. I just, I say, I say, I would like, you know, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm fit and healthy and would like to, uh, w- would also want to date someone that leads a healthy lifestyle or something to that effect. I don't remember what's exactly there, but it's like wanting to be someone, you know, you need to de- lead a healthy lifestyle and, you know, that's what the pictures are for. You know, <laughs> you, you can decide what she you know, if she's attractive to you or not based on her photos, you don't have to put that in the profile. Um, so like keeping all the negativity out of the profile is huge. Um, and that's where a lot of people, honestly, if I, if I come across a a woman, I don't care how good she looks. If there's negativity in her profile, I, she's going to the left. Yeah, Like I just, you know, whether it's negativity about online dating or whatever it is, because if you're going to do something, you got to be positive about it. If if you're going to go out there and decide, Hey, look, online dating is the way I'm going to try to find somebody. Um, you can't have a negative attitude about it. You can't have the, I love the, like, uh, um, why am I on here? You know, or or get me off of here. Those ones I'm just like, no, like, you know, it's like embrace the situation, have fun with it, have a good time with it. It's a learning process and 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 to find someone. But but kind of back to what I think you were asking about was that that yeah, I mean, I have found that not only do I go out on more dates, but I'm able to I'm able to connect more with the women that I that I have that I do go out with. And you know, even when I if when I, I guess the, the downside is now, you know, I've gone on several dates lately. Um, well lately being like, uh, virtual dates because of COVID, right. <laughs> um, a whole interesting scenario. I'm kind of back to, I've had a couple of physical dates since, but, um, but you know, is the physical attraction, right? Cause for me, I feel like there ha- there's three types of chemistry that have to be there and that's emotional, intellectual, and, uh, and physical, right? If, if someone's going to be my forever person, we're going to have to have some amazing chemistry on those three, right? Not just two, not just one, but on all three. And I've, I've had talks with, you know, three or four women that like, really like the intellectual was there, the emotional maybe could, could get there, but the physical just wasn't there you know, and it's just like, and I feel bad because I'm just like, you know, like, am I that much of an asshole? But, you know, it's kind of like, you know, but, but really, like, I got to be physically attracted to, um, and for whatever reason they're not. And it's not that they're not in good shape or they're not, you know, possibly good looking. It's just, they're not, it's just not my type. Right. And I don't even have a type, which is kind of weird, but.
0: But would you um, say too that they are, that they're intertwined? So, you know, there are. could be an experience. And I mean, I've, I've had this experience where, you know, maybe if you just, you know, put it in a silo and like saw this person that the physical attraction might not have necessarily been there, like the physical chemistry. But once you understood a little bit more about them, the kind of person they were, you know, like, I mean, the emotional chemistry kind of starts to connect Mm. more, then the physical starts to open up because you're drawn to this person energetically in a different way. And so you start to not just look at the, the, the physicality, but you really look at them as more of like the kind of person they are, which includes certain things. And, you know, at the end of the day, our physical won't stay the way it is now. Like we're nope. all,
1: it's
0: the big, I'm going to share a Ready? Yeah, <laughs> we're all going to get older, yep. huge, right? Big news, right? We're all going to get older. We're all going to change somehow. You know, it's just like, I, I, I really appreciate when people understand that. And I'm not discounting the fact that there might just be somebody you're just not physically attracted to. I totally right. get that, but giving it a chance to, to connect with them somehow, give it a, Give it some time, you know. Maybe it's more than one date. You know, sometimes one date will tell you, but sometimes you need a little yeah. bit more. And, just some of, and some of and some of those,
1: some of those, I will be like, all right, you know, I'm gonna have a second date and yeah. just see if see if see if it comes around. Because honestly, like, if you look at the way that we meet organically, right? If I meet if I meet a girl at the grocery store, at the bar, or wherever it is, like, there's other things that I see than just her. Uh, you know, what she looks like in photos or what, or what, you know, that, that one date is. And I'm not comparing her in my mind, no matter how hard I try not to, to every other girl that I've just looked at in that. Right. And so that's, that's also a problem with online dating is that you get, you can get into this, um, this zone of like, Oh, she's prettier than she is. And, or mm-hmm. he's, he's better looking than he is. And, you know, like grading people based on their look, even if you're not intentionally doing it, it, it's there a lot of times in the back, in the, in the subconscious, right. And being like, oh, you know, yeah, I, I'm having this great chat with this girl, but man, I really hope this one, like things start going because man, she's really good looking, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and it happens to all of us, but, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's very, uh, you know, you're right. Like, like when you. If if you meet someone and you connect and you're and you're having conversations and then it becomes romantic, it's a much different scenario than the online dating thing where you're meeting someone online and the automatic intention is for a romantic encounter, right? Or in a romantic um, relationship, right? You're not you're not on Tinder or Bumble or any other dating site because you want to find a friend. I mean, they have the friends section, but I, I don't. I mean. Like really, people are there to date um so it's it's uh you're kind of starting you know you're starting at like you know it a you're not you're not starting at step one, you're starting at like step three or four right and uh and because of that, you don't build that that rapport and that kind of that that emotional and intellectual connection that can sometimes bring the physical. I completely agree with that.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you touched on this but I really want to ask you more specifically about this because we are in the midst of this, you know, we well, kind of coming out of this pandemic, you know, most of us and you know yourself included obviously have been in this, you know, stay at home order. I can I can imagine that the game of dating completely flipped on its rear and has been so different and now like you said you you've actually been on a couple of physical dates like what has dating during COVID been life been like? Sorry, in your in your experience.
1: Yeah, so it's it's been interesting because at first at first it was uh, so I actually started I, I tried out this dating service, and uh, and it was uh, they they charge like a hundred bucks to put you in their database if you don't want to be one of their clients, and I've been somewhat popular in their database, so I've gone on about seven <laughs> or eight dates since COVID started. Wow, um, and. And it's, uh, it's interesting cause you don't get to see a picture first, right? You just get some information. So it's kind of, it's different than online dating. It's kind of the traditional dating service, but we've been doing it all virtually. So having these virtual, like those virtual, those virtual dates have gone really, really well. And they're kind of set up by someone else and it's brokered and it, and, and they've, they've gone well, like having conversations and things like that. A couple of the girls I connected pretty well with, um, uh, you know, a couple of them were like, well. They didn't tell me she lives in San Bernardino, which is two, like two hours away from here, you know, and I'm yeah. like, all right, well, that's too far. Um, but the, the other thing is though, is, is that, but from the online perspective, it's been interesting because I've had a lot of, ch- it's, it's been hard to convert to a date, right? Like I usually have no problem converting from a chat session to getting a, yes, let's go on a date. Like I don't ask until I know the answer is Yes. Right, I get get things going, and we were having a good conversation. Be we like, hey, you know, let let's take let's things are going really well. Let's have a let's let's meet. You want to go out for a drink or you know coffee or whatever, and um and that's been pretty easy. And most people are like, yeah, let's do that. Or occasionally I'll get a I'll go, hey, let's have a phone call first, you know. But with this, it's been like I'm like, all right, hey, um, you know, since there's nowhere for us to go meet, uh, would you like to uh would you like to you know have a FaceTime call or you know do a zoom or or something like that and it's been hit or miss it's been like a 50-50 thing you know and and some girls are like yeah let's do it some are like yeah i don't really want to do that and honestly for me i spend my whole day on zoom at work yeah. the last thing i really want to do in the evening is get on a virtual call with somebody
0: that makes sense like energetically you know? it just kind of is like you're you're tapped out and i could see how yeah. that would be that would be a real challenge <laughs> i love how you're- you
1: you the about- first couple weeks, the first couple weeks was easy to do it. After yeah. we got into this thing a little bit more, I was like, "Oh yeah." I, the last thing I want to do is have another drink on a Zoom with somebody else. So you
0: over know? it, right? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been two months. Give me a break. I'm over it. Um, but I love how you talked about your conversion. Like these are your HPPs, right? Your high potential prospects. I love that. Like yeah. you know, your ideal client, you've got only conversations with your HPPs and now your percentage of conversion. Like I, I, that's brilliant. I absolutely yeah. love that. But um, okay. So I then, don't really
1: track this stuff like on no, no, paper, no. but you know, but, it, but, but it's if you did, I head. think
0: it would be amazing. Like, please give me an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> to track this stuff. Cause I would be all in. And I think that's a Brand new company that we should start. <laughs> but, <laughs> but okay. Track no, your right. dating
1: statistics. yeah I'm already going
0: there. I need to come back to life here. Um we can
1: make an app for that.
0: Oh gosh. Um, okay. So now you went on a couple physical dates. Did you have to wear a mask? What was that like? Did you like show up so, in a mask and be like, wow, she's really cute with her mask on? But then she took it off and you were like, Oh no.
1: Yeah, no, it's like I said, like, God, her eyes are not what I thought they were. No, I'm just um so so uh you know, so the first one I had, we met at the beach. Um, we just met at Del Mar beach. Uh, I was like, I actually went and scoped it the day before for us to be like, okay, is there parking like where can? And that's what I, I just like, yeah, there's parking over by Poseidon at Delmar beach. Like, let's go there.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, um, so, so we met, like I was outside, so I had my mask with me. Um, and so did she, and you know, we just, we walked on the beach, we talked, um, it's kind of it, you know. It was like, you know, it, there there wasn't any real chemistry there, so it was like, yeah, have a, have a, you know, and you know, I sent her a text afterwards. Hey, you know, it was great to meet. Thanks for coming and meet me at the beach. And you know, I just I wasn't feeling any chemistry. How about you? And she said, Yeah, me either. And I'm like, All right, cool. Um, and uh, blame it and, on COVID. You know, it's not
0: me. It's not me. It's best. COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah. Best of luck. You know. It, but but it was. You know. There's. You know, sometimes you just like, you're chatting with someone online and even if there is the physical attraction, like for that one, like physically she was attractive, but like there just wasn't like, we weren't having a, our conversation wasn't flowing. Right. Like, and for me, I, I like to talk a lot, I, I but I don't always want to be the one talking and you know, it's good to, uh good to be able to have that, those conversations. Like I'd much rather sit down with my partner at night, have a glass of wine around the fire pit and that rather than sit in front of the TV. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and have, have good conversations. So, um, yeah, the, uh, I was, there's one girl that I, I started dating prior to COVID. Right. So we had already had a date before COVID. So we actually still were dating, but we dated for about four months and it never went to an exclusive relationship. Um, she just didn't want to commit. And then recently we, uh, decided we're just going to be friends. So, um, so that one, we, I mean, she came over a few times to my place. I went up to meet her a couple of times. She actually lived with, uh, with her, she, she was, she got out of, uh, she's only been divorced for about a year and she was living with her parents and had her three daughters there. And so we would, I would go up and like pick her up and we'd go do like a takeout dinner date in the car because she she lived up in Temecula. I should leave that. She's like 45 minutes away, right? So um so yeah, so so those were good. Um and then and then now I actually have a date this uh Saturday and we're going to go up to we're going to do wine country because some of the wineries are open. Some of oh, the restaurants okay. are open at the winery. So I've got reservations and we're going to have lunch and like normally it's a first date and normally I would never ever do like a nice lunch for a first date, but I'm just like this, this, this lady and I have been talking on the phone now for a couple of weeks and we've had a lot of like these long conversations, we have FaceTimed and I'm like, you know, like it's past, like just let's meet for a drink, especially she, she lives up North a little bit and you know, so it's, uh, we got to meet. We're and like right you
0: now. said, everything's opening up now. So it's like, I, I can imagine people also getting a little stir crazy and you're like, no, 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 I really want to go. Like, let's make, <laughs> let's make this. Yeah, yeah, a- yeah. No,
1: it's right. <laughs> That, yeah. That's, I, I, I've i been saving all my date budget anyway. Like it's right. So lot like cheaper when wine, I'm just pouring my own wine, wine at home.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, okay. So I want to, I want to extract something here cause I, I swear we could probably talk about dating and dates and like tell stories for hours. Cause I so love it. It's oh my gosh. But, um, what I want to understand now you've, you've taken all these life experiences, you've put it into your coaching practice, you've put it into a book, you're putting it into like the, how you now approach things and kind of like using that as your own science experiment. What are the things that you think about yourself, right? So I'm gonna ask you the question about gifts. Gifts oh. are the things that you, that you do well, their skills, their talents, what have you, but you share them <clears throat> outside of yourself, you share them with the world and make an impact what are some of the gifts that you believe you have and you're going to use them powerfully, right. As your superpowers. What are some of those things that you believe you have? What are some of your gifts?
1: So I think, I think the the first one is, is, uh, is, it's a toss up between two, but I'll talk about both of them. But I I think the first one is just being a positive person, having a positive attitude Mm -hmm. and looking at situations, uh, from a, from a, uh, from a uh, kind of an extreme ownership standpoint, right? Like, like no matter what happens in my life, I try not to blame other people for the problem. And I try to look, look more like, Hey, what could have I done differently to have made that a better situation? Um, because if you, if you, if you just get into the blame game, if you just get into like, Hey, this isn't going well for me because, because online dating sucks. So this isn't going well for me because all the girls out there are, you know, whatever word you want to use right you know like like that's just placing blame elsewhere like it's not going well for you because you're not owning your situation like so so if you own your situation then it's much harder to be negative on things right it's 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 like because now you have control and if you have control then you can make the changes so positivity is absolutely key and and you know wasn't a gift that i had 15 years ago. Right. It's something that I've had to develop. Um, the, the other one would be just drive and determination. And I kind of use them together. Like, like looking at, looking at a goal, setting a goal. Um, I write my goals down daily, most of the time, not every morning, but I try to write my goals down daily, not losing sight of them and, and being determined to be successful. Right. Like it's, it's just, you know, Maybe maybe some of that's the the, the marine in me or, or whatever it is but but there's something in me that made me be able to have the the drive and determination to even become a marine to be able to to um to to transform myself you know again later on in life um, there there's you, got, you know there's this kind of never give up attitude right um and i think I think that is huge like you know i and i have you know People might, you know, read my book or look at my look at my website and be like, oh, well, this guy's got it all together. He uh, you know, you know, he he probably he probably never gets discouraged after a after a date or whatever. And I I got you know what? There are times, and just about a week ago, I was like, you know what? I don't want to even deal with online dating for a couple of days. Like I'm done. I'm done for now. Like, like I was just like, I was just kind of you know done with it for a little bit. And you know, I kind of look, all right, well. You know what's that serving? Like, why am I done with it? Right? Like, 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 and you know, I thought about it, and I, I I realized that it was a lot of it was like some personal stuff that I was that I was doing, and it was, it wasn't, it wasn't serving my other goals in life, right? Because I had all these other things I was, I I was working on, and, uh, and you know, there were uh, there were a couple conversations that didn't work out that I was that I was hoping would work out, and I was just like, you know what? I'm like. You know, why am I wasting my time here? And then I, then I, I looked back and I looked at like the queue of girls I've been chatting with and all this. And I'm like, and I start getting messages from girls that I haven't like, that I didn't message for like a day or two. Right. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, maybe I'm not that bad. All right. I'll <laughs> get back in there. And you know, so, so there's, so there's, you know, there, you always get discouraged about things, but being like, okay, understanding the difference between giving up and taking a break from something are two different things, right? Like, we can't always be on every single day. I mean, I think uh, a couple weekends ago, I had been going so hard between writing the book, looking at my marketing plan for it, and 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 then a couple of my other business ventures that I really, you know, hadn't taken a day off in a while. And I just said, you know what? This Saturday, I'm gonna play Bruno Mars' Lazy Song, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, that's gonna be my day. Not gonna do anything. I'm gonna Netflix and chill. I'm gonna have some wine. I'm going to eat whatever I want, and I'm just going to have a day of, of, you know, and our bodies need those, th- those days, our minds need them even more. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's luckily my, my massage therapist decided she's, she's going to, she's actually giving massages again. So I got a massage scheduled that, that was the only thing I did that day. Um, so it was like, it was perfect. Right. So, um, so yeah, it was, uh, th- 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 those are probably the two top ones, I think.
0: Yeah. And, and what a powerful combination, by the way, because you, know, you talked about how that, that drive and determination you know, really puts you in a, a path, right? So it's like, it's, it's the thing that's keeping you moving forward. Um, and I also, I also think that part of that too is the belief that it's possible, right? Mm-hmm. And so without it being like this extreme optimism where nothing goes wrong, right? Yeah. But the belief that it's possible even when you get stuck or even when it's not as easy as you thought it was going to be. And then that shifts into the other gift, which is that positive attitude. And like you said, it, it really is on you to mm-hmm. decide how do you want to show up that day? What is the thought that's coming up? Or what's the story that's coming up that you might need to rewrite in order to get through it. And, and on that day, when you're like, yeah, I'm just kind of feeling drained or down, you know, not letting it keep you there forever. It's cool to just yeah. like you said, to recharge and whatever. And um, you and I have done some work together with the, um, with the ELI, the Energy Leadership mm-hmm. Index Assessment, which is something that, you know, I, I believe that there's so much information there, helps us understand our energy levels and like a stock market, right? Like, yeah. you know, you might be up one, one part of the day and then it could really crash for a bit <laughs> and that's okay. But knowing how long do you wanna be there and then being able to bring your, shift yourself back up again. Um, and so there's just a lot of self-awareness there. And I, and I, and I, I think these gifts and how you use them have really come to life in your ability to then share it with other people, help them see that there's a way to approach things that going to get them to that next step and then be the guide for them along the way. Not only with, you know, the coaching work, but also with the book and be like, no, this is actually a physical guide. Like I can give you, I can give you some (laughs) tips. It's right here. Hard copy buy it, you know, or Audible, whatever it is. Like-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Either, either way, Audible will be, a, I, I learned a lot about the book, the self-publishing process. Audible will be like 30 or 45 days after that. It's funny is the Audible book's done, um, but I can't upload it until there's a physical book on Amazon. It's, it's a really interesting process. But but one, one thing to add there, like, so it, it, it kind of, I, I look at it this way, like one day I'm like, I, I get knocked down a little bit and I want to take a day off and I'm playing Bruno Mars' Lazy Song. The next day, I've got Survivor Eye of the Tiger and I'm back in the game. You know, it's, nice. it's, you get knocked down, you got to get back up and you got to re, re motivate yourself. Right. Is it was that like, a okay. song? <laughs> and quite frankly, by the end of the day on my Saturday of relaxation, I was like, I think I grabbed my laptop later on that night. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm getting a little bored. And then I, I actually had to like force myself to be like, no, I'm not doing this. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the rest of the day and tomorrow I will work. Cause, you know, as you're sitting there and you're relaxing, you're like, all these ideas start just flowing that you, you didn't have before. So mm-hmm. it's really, really good to t- to like breathe a little bit, right?
0: Yeah, I saw that, I heard um, a great talk, it was a TED talk, and it talked about how um, boredom is really good for you, because it does remove a lot of the stuff in your way. And I know James Clear talks about it in Atomic Habits, how, you know, like your, um, you know, how having all these problems that you're trying to solve and all this stuff going on, is like a traffic jam in your brain. And so once you clear those neural pathways and you're able to like just kind of like only focus on like one big thing, not have it be 10 big things you're trying to tackle, you start to remove that traffic jam and things start to flow more. You get those ideas, you know, it just opens you up. And so I just, both of those things are so great because it really does remind you sometimes like, don't try and do the 10 big things today, break it apart, give yourself a chance to think, you know, whatever it is that, you know, you're trying to figure out will probably come once you start to, you know, relax a little bit more. for me, it's like when I go to sleep, all of a sudden I'm trying to go to sleep and because I'm relaxing and I'm allowing myself to stop, all of a sudden I get these creative ideas and I'm waking up in a minute and I have to like write something. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah, I, my, my,
1: my, daily, my daily mind wanders when I meditate, right? So I meditate mm-hmm. for 20 minutes every morning when I get up. And I uh, I'm really bad at meditation, even though I've done it every day for about the last 15 years. Um, so so, but you know, I, I heard this. I I, can't, I would love to quote who said it, um, but I can't remember can't remember her name. Um, but she said that you know we don't meditate um, to be good at meditation. We meditate to be good at life. And that stuck yeah. with me for for a long time, right? Like I'm like okay, so it's not so bad that my mind wanders and I've just planned my entire day for my 20 minutes when I'm supposed to just be doing my mantra and breathing, right. Um, I'm doing it. I'm breathing I'm doing, it, and I feel much better every day for doing it. Like if I don't meditate in the morning, I just don't feel like the same person the rest of the day. So, you know, yeah. it's uh,
0: it's what works for you. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Speaking of mantras. So I always love to ask my guests for a quote or a mantra something that speaks to them or that they use, you know, to kind of keep them going. And you shared one with me, you said um, success is my, my duty by Grant Cardone. Tell me about that one.
1: Yeah. So uh, I started following Grant Cardone a little while back and uh, he's, he's a, I'm a real estate investor. He's a real estate investor. And you know, he's, he's got a really great story. Um, he's, he's a little harsh, um, which is, which I like in some ways. Cause it's, you know, he reality checks people all the time and he's kind of a no excuses guy, um, which you can kind of tell by that quote. Right. But you know, me having been a Marine, like I have this sense of duty right? I have this sense of duty to what I do in life. And for me, like being like success is my duty, you know, it's my duty in so many ways because, you know, I'm the main provider for my family, right? Like I, my success is, their success is tied to my success, right? The more, the more I can, you know, this, you might argue this as a parent, but the more, the more I can provide as far as advantages for my kids, the better. Um, I'm just, you know, sometimes question that with some of the entitlement issues. Juice, but it's <laughs> it's um, you know there's there's but ultimately like they're, not being successful is not an option, right? Now success can be found in many ways. Like I've launched a couple businesses in the past that I was not successful at. It wasn't that I gave up on them. I decided that from a business standpoint, like, you know what, I gave this a try. I I I gave it my all, and you know what? It just the market wasn't there. So continuing to go down that road would have been the failure, right? Instead, I was like, all right, cut my losses and shifted, my, shifted to, a different, to a different route um, and finding other areas of life to be successful. And so, you know, it's, it's, it serves me very, very well. It's a quote that I picked up maybe about five years ago. Um, and it's been, uh, you know, I actually write it when I write my goals every day. I write the first one is success is my duty every single day. Um, and that, that kind of sets my mindset for the day that, you know, whether I'm in a meeting and things aren't going well with a customer or, or whatever it is that I'm doing, things aren't going well with my kids. Like, Hey, you know, it's, I'm going to be successful with my relationship with my kids. I'm going to be successful with, uh, with, you know, my, my customers, whatever it is. Um, you know, it's about finding a path to success and not bulldozing your way there, but finding out what, finding what works and just not giving up on things
0: yeah though that's awesome and the, and that powerful intention you know that you said you're setting the stage for that every day by saying that, and I also um, appreciate the fact that you know' it's, it's your own definition of success you know it's it's personal to you, right so you're the one that gets to um, kind of put that together and and you know failure to me i, I my, my kids make fun of me when I say you know failure is a first attempt at learning, first attempt mm-hmm. in learning right yeah. that's what fail means and but there's truth there and so I could think it could be that's, a
1: third or fourth attempt too but
0: no <laughs> <Let laughs> one spell the word fail, Daryl come on <laughs> don't mess with my it. acronym now <laughs>
1: so,
0: but um but no that's that's awesome I, I love that quote I'm definitely going to hold on to that one I always pronounce his name wrong, Grant Cardone so um but thank yeah. you for sharing that and um I, I you know there's so much more we could talk about. I would, I would love to just be able to invite listeners to connect with you and also share how they can get your book when it's coming out. We've got a what, couple weeks now. This is June 4th, I think it is today. I don't know yeah. anymore what day it is, but please, can you share with our listeners how they can reach you, where to find your book, and access to all of the great things that you can help them with?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'll make it simple. So um, my website's Ison.com and it's spelled D-A-R-E-L. And then uh, my last name's I-S-O-N. So Uh My social media links are there. Um, there's a contact form. You can email me from there. Um, you can register to be on my reader list. Those are people that register on my reader list will get a, get a 20% discount on the book um, when it comes out. So the book will be available for sale off of my website as well um, and, or the links to Amazon. I haven't quite figured out technically how all that's going to work yet, but, uh, but, uh, I, my understanding is I can't sell it directly off my, my website. So that'll, that'll probably be the way that will be. And then, um, yeah, so all, all of that information's there, um, including my phone numbers even there. So, uh, if you want to call and people can schedule coaching sessions directly from there as well, if they're interested in, uh, in more than just uh, reading the book.
0: Yeah. Or, or if they're single and (laughs) want to reach out.
1: If if, if you're, yeah, if you're single. Um, so in the book, I put exactly what I'm looking for in a woman as as an example. So if you read that in the book, you fit the profile, feel free to reach out.
0: This is like a (laughs) one-stop shop. Go to the website, sign up for the reader, uh, the reading list, get 20% off, buy the book, see what he's looking for, then connect and get a date. I think it's it's brilliant. It's crafted. It's so amazing. Like you've really, you've really thought this through, Daryl. <laughs> so awesome. Well, gosh, thank you Thanks, so Robin. much. Thank you for being on this show. I absolutely loved our conversation and just, you know, your, your approach to this, you know, life and the positive mindset that you have and the tips you're giving in your book. It's going to be a huge success. So I'm just so appreciative of your time. Thank you so much for sharing everything today, Daryl.
1: Thank you for having me on, Robin. Appreciate yeah.
0: it. And so for my listeners, please take a moment, listen to this episode. If you know somebody that, you know, is looking to learn more about transformation, how to date, all of these great things, please share this episode, subscribe, and let me know if there's anything else we can do to help you. Reach out to me directly. I look forward to it. And with love and laughter, have an awesome day.